Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. So glad you're with us today. I want to go to the book of Proverbs today, Proverbs chapter number three. Proverbs chapter number three. These are my life verses. Um, I believe everybody ought to have a life verse. Of course, I think I've got a bunch of life verses. <laughs> but this is my original life verse. This is the verse that I just have held to for many years. It's actually two verses. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I want to talk to you a little bit today about this path of the child of God. The path of the child of God. I read this, uh, don't remember who said it, but it said, Christ-likeness is your eventual destination, but the journey lasts a lifetime. Did you hear that? Christ-likeness is your eventual destination, but the journey will last a lifetime. And, you know, the Christian experience is a journey. It's it's a path. And uh, from start to finish, it is a journey of faith. And we've got to understand that. And I love this passage about paths, that God will direct our paths. You know, the Bible's got a lot to say about the path, about the... uh, paths. In fact, if you, uh, it's mentioned at least 68 times in the Bible, paths or path. Psalm 119 uh, talks about verse 35, the paths of the commandment. Uh, verse 105 of the same passage, the lighted path of the Word of God. Psalm number 139, uh, we looked at a few podcasts ago, the Lord compasseth our path. Uh, Psalm 142, he knows our path. Jeremiah 6 talks about needing to get back to the old paths and uh, how we need to do that. Uh, Proverbs 4, 14 talks about the path of the wicked and, you know, the path of the just shining as the uh, as the shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day right there in chapter 4 of Proverbs. There's a path of ju- judgment. There's a path of righteousness. Uh, and, and so there's the Bible's got a lot to say about paths. And and it has to do with which way you're going, you know, the path. And I'll say this, the path of the child of God leads in the right direction. It leads in the right direction. And I was thinking about Moses. You know, the Bible talked about Moses having to choose uh, there in the book of Hebrews that he chose to suffer rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin. And Moses was a great example of choosing a path, uh, one of the greatest examples, I guess, in the, in, the, in the Bible of making a choice of which direction you're going to go. Had everything, position, prestige, power, possession, and yet he knew there's something missing because he'd heard the truth of his mother. And, uh, you know, Moses could have had anything he wanted, yet he chose God. And this world would think that's a stupid choice, a foolish choice, because Israel was in bondage at the time. But Moses chose to suffer. He chose to serve. He chose to sacrifice. Moses came to the point where a lot of us come to before 
uh, where it's a matter of surrendering to the Lord or not surrendering. You know, that happened when we got saved. We had to make a choice which path we were going to choose, continue to go down the broad and narrow or or, or broad and, and wide or go down the straight and narrow. We had to make a choice. And every person has to come to that choice where they make a decision uh, like Moses made, am I going to choose right or am I going to choose wrong? Well, the path of the Christian, it's leading in the right direction. you got to make that choice between salvation and sin, between the Savior and Satan, between the Scripture and this path of this society. And every person has to choose which path they're going to take. Now, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, this is talking about a saved man because a sinner doesn't trust the Lord. It's a saved man. It's talking about someone who surrendered themselves to God. You know, the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And the good thing about the path of the child of God is it leads in the right direction. This world is headed in the wrong direction. Seems like everything that used to be wrong is now right. Everything that used to be right is now wrong. And it seems like the world's going in the exact opposite of the Word of God. The Bible's headed in the right direction. I want to encourage you today. If you're following the Word of God, be encouraged. You're headed in the right direction. Now, the world will call us crazy and foolish, going contrary to the Word of God as they are. I mean, our government world headed in the wrong direction. Our social world is headed in the wrong direction. Sadly, even the religious world is headed in the wrong direction. But the direction of the path of the child of God is right because it's an onward direction. It's an onward. In other words, there's nothing to go back to. It's an outward direction. Salvation just gets bigger and bigger. Man, it's inexhaustible. It's this direction we're headed. It's, it, it, just, it just gets bigger. It's an abundant life. But it's an upward direction. It's an outward direction and an onward direction, but it's an upward direction. Because thank God the best decision a person ever makes is that decision for eternity. No longer going down a downhill slide to hell. You've got a future. And so the path of the child of God leads in the right direction. Then I'll say this, the path of the child of God leads to the right destination. See, not only your direction is different, but when your direction changed, your destination changed. Oh, praise God. It's not just something that we're doing that is right now, but it will be right for eternity. This path that we're on, and it's it's not a path that doesn't have trouble and doesn't have sorrow and doesn't have care. But it leads not only in the right direction, it leads to the right destination. And I don't know about you today, but I'm so thankful this world is not my home. I'm just a pilgrim. I'm just a stranger passing through. There's some things about our new desti- that new destination where we're headed that ought to excite the child of God. The, the place itself. I mean, the place itself, it's going to be an amazing place. I was talking just this past week with someone that's really going through a trial and going through a uh, just an awful situation in their life, and they were talking about how heaven was going to be so wonderful. And, and, and we were talking about how we can't even imagine what God's got for us there. Even all the, uh, the descriptions in the Word of God are wonderful, but it don't even scratch the surface to what it is, the place itself of that destination. I mean, I'm headed to a land that is fairer than day. 
I love John 14 where Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. You understand that when you got saved, God, God's got a place for you. A lot of times we feel so um, forgotten in this world. We feel so insignificant in this world. We feel out of place. Well, I got good news. We're not going to be out of place when we get there because it's prepared for us individually. And, you know, the people that are going to be there, I'm talking about that destination at the end of this path. I'm looking forward to seeing folks that have gone on, looking forward to seeing grandparents that are already there, looking forward to seeing folks that I've pastored that are already there, looking forward to seeing men of God that I looked up to my whole life that have already left and gone there, looking forward to talking to the people that uh, are in the Word of God that are there, John the Baptist. Can you imagine sitting down talking to John the Baptist? Well, we're going to. We're talking to Peter about when he walked on the water. We're talking to Daniel when he uh, about how he went through the den of lions or the Hebrew children uh, uh, about the, the fiery furnace or Abraham when he saw the ram. I mean, there's so many things I can't wait to sit down and talk to. But more than that, more than the place and the people, I'm looking toward the person of that destination, the Lord Jesus Christ. If I don't get to see any of the things that we've already talked about, I get to see Jesus. That's the path I'm on. It leads in the right direction. And it leads to the right destination. And when I get to that destination, I'm going to see the Lord. I'm going to get to walk up and touch His hands and touch His feet and touch His face. I'm going to get to thank Him for letting me be in heaven. I'm going to get to thank Him for the death. I'm going to get to thank Him for the blood. I'm going to get to thank Him for enduring the beating. I'm going to get to thank Him for living without sin. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when we see Jesus for the first time? See, this path of the child of God, he said, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not under thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. The path has the right direction, and it has the right destination. But hear me and hear me well, it has the right duration. By that I know you understand what I'm saying, that eternity is going to last and last and last and last. And every single person on this earth is going to spend eternity somewhere. Where we are eternal beings, no ending. We may die to the flesh, but we'll never die spiritually. We are going to live eternally or die eternally. And you're not just saved future. You understand that? You're saved past, present, and future. We're eternal beings. The day we got saved, God blotted out our past. He made us fit for the present, and He secured our future. And the path of the child of God leads for the right duration. Before you got saved, you were in the wrong direction. You had the wrong destination. You had the wrong duration. But now, born again, we're on the right path. I just want to encourage you today because this world thinks we're crazy. This world makes fun of the Word of God and makes fun of the church and makes fun of preachers and makes fun of Christians. But when this all said and done and the smoke clears from the battle, we're on the right path. 
we're on the right path. And we know, some of us know, all of us know people that are on the wrong path. So you know what we need to do? We need to determine today, I'm going to be salt. I'm going to be light. I'm going to do something for God today. I'm going to go out and make a difference today. I'm going to go out and purify this world as salt. I'm going to go out and illuminate this world as the light of the world. Jesus gave us this commission to be salt and light. And if you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose? I'm going to go out tomorrow and I'm going to be salt and light. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to do my best to get somebody off the wrong path and get them on the right path. There's only two roads. There's only two directions. There's only two destinations. And there's two durations. An eternity in hell or an eternity in heaven. Hey, we're on the right path. Trust in the Lord with your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. He directs our paths. It's the path of the child of God. Until the next podcast of Treasures of Truth, God bless you.